Charts Roundup with Simon Burton on Cambridge 105 Radio. The fact that families in this new epoch no longer conform to receive conventions, having evolved in so many diverse ways since the 1960s, is fertile ground for striking artwork. A major new exhibition, Real Family Stories of Change, opens this Friday at the Fitzwilliam Museum, exploring a range of questions through an artist's lens and asks us to consider what actually makes a real family. The narrative flow draws on essays by cultural commentators, academics and writers, including Mary Beard, Katie Hessel, Jackie Kay, Olivia Lang and Andrew Solomon. Artworks by a wide range of key artists on this subject include Tracy Emmons, Lucian Freud and Chantelle Joff. I join curator Susan Gollenbrook, who's Professor Emerita of Family Research and former director of the Centre for Family Research at the University of Cambridge, who also introduces painter Chantelle Joff. The, the exhibition is made up of four main sections. The first one is called What is a Family, which is about different kinds of families, and that's something um, that we study a lot in terms of new families that we're, the centre is really a world leader on. Mm. The, as I mentioned, changes in the family over time. So that really informs section two, which is called Family Transitions. The third section is called Family Dynamics, um, and that's very much about the nature of family relationships, both positive and negative. Again, something we study a lot mm. at the centre. And the final section is called Family Legacies, mm. and it's about passing on from one generation to the next, either through biological inheritance or through social, cultural practices. Um, and it also touches on migration and, and various other issues. So it's really all relates to research that we carry out at the Centre for Family Research. What, what part did Mary Beard play in it? Ah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mary Beard persuaded me to include a painting um, called Simon and Perro, which is, to me, the most controversial painting in the show, as it's of a young woman breastfeeding her father, who was, has been sentenced to death by starvation. And when I first saw that painting, my first reaction was basically, yuck, I don't want this. It, you know, it speaks of, of incest, it speaks to child abuse, and I just didn't think it fit in the show. And then, but Mary persuaded me, and I think she was right. She said, a lot of people will come to this show who you know, don't have any issues with all the new kinds of families that mm -hmm. are depicted. And you need something that makes people think about what their personal boundaries are, what's acceptable and what's not in terms of the family. And this painting will do that. Um, and I thought, well, that's actually a very good argument. So um, it comes from York and we were fortunate that they agreed to lend it to us. I'm a psychologist, so I'm not a traditional curator. I have been studying families since the mid-1970s. At the time I was doing a master's degree in child development, I happened to pick up a copy of the feminist magazine Spare Rib, and inside there was an article about the fact that lesbian mothers were losing custody of their children um, when they and their husbands divorced, and there hadn't at that time been 
single case of the mother winning custody, which was very unusual because in these days, custody almost always went to mothers rather than fathers. So this article asked for a volunteer to conduct an objective piece of research on the children um, because all kinds of assumptions were being made about the children in courts of law. And I read this and I was interested in the women's movement. I was also um, very interested in child development. So I volunteered to be the person to carry out this objective piece of research. And that was in 1976. It started off as a very small master's project. I had no idea of the way the family was going to change in the coming decades. Um, but of course, not long after, first IVF baby was born. Then following on from that, other kinds of families became possible with children born, for example, from egg donation, embryo donation. 1985, the first baby was born in this country through surrogacy and so on and so on. And the family has just kept changing. And it's been a great interest to me because it has allowed me to pursue my interest of ways in which different family structures impact on children. What was um, your concept um, for the show? Because it contains masses of different elements um, in family and relationships. And also it's a very modern take on it. It is. So the idea first came to me quite a long time ago. It was 2015 and I saw a solo exhibition by the artist Kathy Wilkes and it was an installation of a father very despairing hunched over a beer bottle and his two rather vulnerable looking children standing behind him and to me that just summed up so much psychological research on the impact of disadvantage on the family um, that, and it was also an incredibly moving piece and for me also interesting because the beer bottle was from Tenants Brewery in Glasgow and I'd grown up in Glasgow so for a number of reasons um, but particularly the kind of but that was, that was the starting point I can't believe it's here in Cambridge no. now um, it's really wonderful How is family life looking in this new epoch we're living in now? Yes that's right, it yeah. does start with the timeline of the last 50 <laughs> years or so post-war the family was very traditional in the sense of you know married mother and father and their biological children and in the 1950s and 60s you know that was very much the norm the divorce rate I think in the 1960s or early 70s was only five percent and then everything began to change in the 70s when the divorce rate went up um, and when as a result of the introduction of assisted reproduction that um, new family forms became possible that hadn't previously existed and also changes in social attitudes meant that for example families with lesbian mothers or gay fathers um, became more visible so the family's changed hugely in terms of structure. I don't think it's changed that much in terms of dynamics and, and what actually really matters for, um, for children and for positive family relationships. So it's just the makeup of families that I think has changed now, a lot. I, I'm, I'm walking around the, the show. Um, there's, I mean, there's an amazing um, um, uh, depiction, a couple of paintings by J.J. Veen um, showing... Um, 
two gay men and one of them having a male pregnancy. That's right. I mean, that's something that is very recent. So JJ Levine is a Canadian um, queer artist and there are photographs in the exhibition of his partner pregnant, um, his male partner, trans partner pregnant, and then his partner with the baby and then the two of them with the child now aged two years old. Um, so this is a very new kind of family. Um, there's some very sensitive um, photography images by um, Harry Borden, those um, photographs of um, single fathers with their children in natural settings at touching moments. And those are very moving as well, aren't they? That's right. Um, He has a new book out, actually, about um, single fathers, but most recently about divorce. What I like about his photographs, apart from the fact they're really interesting photographs, is that the people who are in the photographs write about their feelings about what's happened to Mm -hmm. them and their feelings about being in the photograph and that resonates a lot with our research because we um, we interview all members of a family about their family experiences so for example in one of the Harry Borden photographs is of his son talking about his experience of his parents' divorce. I also noticed that you have this um, wonderful contrasting with um, older artworks that, that, that send the family messages um, uh, along. I mean, you, you've got a van der Meer, I think it is, of um, a row of um, girls. It's called the Decker Sisters, 1718. Yes, Daughters um, of Sir Matthew Decker. And, and, and that kind of reflects, you know, you've got this tremendous modernism in the a- a- exhibition and then you have the, the contrasting pieces that you've selected at various points. Yes. That, that show you how families used to be or, or seen differently. Yeah. Yes, and I think also the historical works have been chosen because in the exhibition we have a lot of works about contemporary families and it sort of enables us to look at the historical works a bit differently. So they've all been carefully chosen because they relate to some topic that comes up elsewhere in the exhibition. Uh, And then there's that cultural um, mix too with um, photographs of Indian families and Chinese families. Um, Li Shambing, two small Chinese boys um, looking um, straight at you. That's That's a really interesting painting. So he, the artist, grew up at the time of China's one-child policy and he felt quite lonely being an only child and his paintings he always included an imaginary brother so you see two boys I don't know which of the boys is the artist and which is his imaginary brother but they always appear together in his paintings I noticed another great high-impact photograph um, by Elena Brotherus um, of uh, a woman holding a dog and then holding the finger up um, in a very hostile way towards the, per- the person in the camera. And it's entitled, um, My Dog is Cuter Than Your Ugly Baby. Yes. Um, that, that is a really amazing photograph, isn't it? Is it right? is. Yeah. And actually, there's an, a slightly earlier one by her in the show as well, mm-hmm. which references the Annunciation. And it's about her five years of going through unsuccessful IVF treatment and then the one that you talk about, um, my dog is cuter than your ugly baby is, is at the end of all of that and she decides that although this is, isn't how her life, you know, she'd expected it to be because she was hoping and expecting to be a mother 
then it, she was less constrained in some ways and she began to embrace not having children positively. Um, you cover topics like breastfeeding um, and transitions in family life as people are growing up um, and the artworks basically um, take you through that story of all of the aspects of the families. Um, obviously there's, there's great father and child images as well. Winfred Nicholson, a very famous painting there which, um, which is absolutely great. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's um, Winifred Nicholson's painting of her then husband Ben Nicholson and their baby Jake it's a beautiful painting that has been acquired by the Fitzwilliam Museum it doesn't tell the whole story though because um, although Ben Nicholson in that painting is portrayed as a very loving father which I'm sure he was um, he then left um, Winifred Nicholson not long after and formed a relationship with Barbara Hepworth so there's another Winifred Nicholson painting in the exhibition of two of her children in the Isle of Wight shortly after Ben Nicholson left the family um, so that's why it's important to look at family transitions because families change over time not just in terms of ageing but in terms of you know separations and different family formations and so on that's something that's very important to our research at the centre we do a lot of longitudinal research which is why much of this exhibition is arranged chronologically in terms of the family life cycle. Um, it's great that the focus changes um, during that and then you move on to adults and parents um, as well um, and older people so you know you've got that whole life cycle um, as you move um, through it With, uh, I mean for me the variety of it was uh, quite astounding. I, I thought that was absolutely great. And then finishing off with Chantal Joffe. Of course, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, Chantal Joffe, um, her paintings are wonderful. She's one of my favourite artists. Um, and that's for a number of reasons. Firstly, all of her paintings are about family. They're about her own family. They're about her family over time. So I was really thrilled that we have 10 of her paintings in the exhibition, starting with a painting that she made of her and her sisters as a very young child, and then her with her siblings growing older, and then with her own daughter, and then you see paintings of her own daughter Esme growing up to young adulthood. But also I think paintings of Chantal's that I find really interesting are of her adult relationships with her adult sister, but especially with her mother. For me, the, the only thing I ever want from a painting is that it makes the viewer feel something, whether it's they identify with me and my family or it doesn't really matter as long as they feel something if they go away and f even if they hate it I want them to feel something A point that um, Susan made was this um, idea of the psychological relationships between people depicted um, in the art, can you expand on that idea a little bit? Yeah I think that's always really complicated because you can feel ang you can hate and love members of your family in the same moment and you can be so angry with your own mother or so love her so much and I wanted the paintings to show those feelings that that ambivalence and and the temperature in a family goes up and down all the time but when you have your own children you're very aware of trying to maintain some kind of equilibrium for them but you don't always manage it and I, I suppose for the paintings to feel truthful they had to reflect that but also some really sweet like my mum died recently and I wanted 
some of the paintings to also show incredible feelings of safety and love and comfort, like in the one where she's reading to me and my sisters. Uh, they really do invite the viewer into your world, don't they? Um, is that quite a... I mean, how do you feel about that? Well, I love memoir. That's what I like to read is memoir and biographies. Mm. I love to... Especially of people I love, like writers and painters. So my paintings are a kind of autobiography. Mm. So I, I wanted... I wanted people to sort of imagine their own family through mine or their own mum or their own daughter or child. So, yeah, that's important. I don't think without some kind of level of honesty, of exposure, you can ask that of the viewer. Can you describe a few of the works that are on display here um, and what they contain? One of them is me with my daughter when she's about 18 months old and I was having quite a hard time. It was all quite a struggle to be a mum and I was quite overwhelmed, but... When I made the painting, I realised I looked like very much like an animal protecting its baby, you know, like a really angry bear or something, looking up at the viewer, really guarding her from you. And that was made me glad because there were times when I felt very inadequate, I suspect, like all mothers and fathers with children. You feel like you're doing a really bad job. So in a way, the painting shows me at least protecting her, and that felt important. Um... And then there's another one, of, which is probably my favourite painting of, in some ways is me with my mother as a little girl being read to. And I see that because I'm the littlest of the, excuse me, of the three sisters, I feel like I got the best position I'm right now <laughs> and I'm clutching my favourite toy. And it was really good to remember what a great mum she was too. Even though when you get older, you become critical and judge and which is easy to do as an adult child, to always be criticising how you were parented. But actually, when I look back, I go, yeah, it was really hard, and she, did a, she really did a great job. Um, I think, um, you know, capturing and um, uh, um, key moments in the emotional life of a family is quite a difficult thing to actually translate into artwork successfully. Or was it from photographs and things like that that you, you work from? I'm using photographs a lot, especially for the family, historic family ones. But also I think sometimes you're painting a painting and you're not, you don't know what you're showing. So there's one of me and, as an adult with my adult older sister and we both look incredibly tense and sort of upset and anxious. And I think that was a moment in both our lives when we were full of unhappiness and I think that shows in the painting. And I think you don't always know what you're showing and how much you're showing, but you always are. There's a great deal of light and clarity in your work, you like to have that, um, it, it's sort of uplifting in that sense, isn't it? I mean, how do you work normally? What kind of um, um, materials are you using? I paint in oil and I love colour and I like the colour to be really clean. I hate muddy colour. I, it's really, I had to teach, I'm not a very tidy person, so it was really important to teach myself to keep the colour clean, which feels really basic if you're a painter, mm. but it, it, I had to literally keep all the colours super clean. So that, that was always really important to me. Chantal Joff, thank you very much indeed for talking to Cambridge 105. Thank you. Cambridge 105 Radio.